This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I first want to make a remark that I'm humbled because, I mean, I know, I know what the Olam, I recognize what you've been doing all these years, and the Mela, um, you know, maybe you should tell me answers to questions because I, I, I know the challenges over here and, and, and um, the type of things you deal with and the type of situations, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's very special to be back again. With with Haverim and with people that uh, everyone just the same, just a little more gray. That's about that's the <laughs> <laughs> myself included probably. <laughs> yes. We have a couple of questions. This is supposed to be a Q, uh, question and answer. We have about four questions that were sent in ahead of time, but we're going to open up in the middle or towards the end for, uh, <coughs> for hand raising or any spo- more spontaneous questions. Uh, just to start off, um, the first question from Rebbe was: My understanding is that there is a debate in the U.S. about what is called emuna. Immune education in high schools, ensuring that the students have a strong basis for their belief in God and Torah. First of all, what is the consensus on this? And secondly, what does the Roshiva himself think about this? So, the first thing is, there is no consensus. Um, <laughs> l- 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 let me explain. I- I'll tell you things I've been exposed to. The, I mean, there obviously is a growing issue with it. Um, in in um, When we were growing up, so the battle was to get people to believe, like here, and, and you know, it was obvious if you could let people in and convince them and so on. It was thought that if you get a person onto the conveyor belt and you put him in cheder on, you know, in, in, at the age of uh, five, he comes out at the age of 23 in the freezer in Lakewood and gets married, lives happily ever after. That was more or less the understanding. Um, there's more and more issues and the question like always is is it because we're not doing something doing something wrong maybe these are just the exceptions today with the internet um, there's almost nothing you can tell a person that he doesn't go google it and he tells you it's not right it's it's wrong it's been disproven etc and so on and so forth so there is that type of issue coming up and it's looming I can tell you from experience something extraordinary. I was I met with two Chassidish Yungalite that they're developing a curriculum in Chassidish Yeshivas for Amuna because they're having issues with it. Um, and it's amazing. I, I spoke, I asked one of these Yungalite, he's the supporter of it. He's, he's, one person was more the administrative person, the other person was a supporter. I asked him why, my, my raw high why. I looked at him. He's unidentifiable, indistinguishable from anybody else in Borough Park, Williamsburg. Satmar Hasid, like everyone, he said, you see me? He said, five years, I didn't daven or do anything. I'm not off to there, I love it. I like Kegel, I like the Shtib, like this, but it, 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 it evaporated. And he said, and something brought me back, and I want to make sure that others you know, are the same. So, I mean, I was kind of taken aback. But th- th- I'm telling you, you could not distinguish this person from anybody else. It wasn't a matter of having any particular questions. <coughs> he just didn't have any particular interest. And he said, there are many, 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 many people like me. Someone else I met, this person, also South Mechassid, and don't think it has to do with South Mechassid, number in the tens of thousands. So chances are, if you meet somebody who, who you know, it's... 
he, this person um, is brilliant. This person wrote Sfarim in Kabbalah, actually. It's in, in Lamas Kabbalah, sat and learned for many years. And when I met him again, he was dressed like everyone else, believed in zero, had many, many questions, a lot of anger and hatred. And, and you're not talking about a kid, you're talking about somebody who was probably 40 at the time. So, so obviously people are realizing that it can't be automatic. Then I think is becoming an awareness that it's not automatic. The, the, the issue is how do we go about it? So there are those that have programs where using much more logical proofs um, and there was pushback back and forth. There are those who have something that they wanted to, they discuss with kids and there is somebody who um, wrote, I, I was involved, I'm involved in a, in a, in a I, I wouldn't call it a magazine, it's a, it's a periodical published hopefully once a year, it's called Dialogue. Byron Feldman is the editor-in-chief, He's, it's his thing and they try to have very serious articles, they just came out with one now which has, actually has an article about um, teaching Amuna and someone had written an email, doesn't understand it, he picked, a, he, he picked a kid at random and asked him, you know, who created the world, Hashem, a, you know, where was the target given at Sinai 2000, so on and so forth, so believes everything, what's the issue? That was his response of, of somebody, I, I don't know who this person was. Um, so, so the question really is, what does, and what to teach, and how to teach, and so on. It's a big topic, and it depends who you're talking to, obviously. I would, I would just offer, it's a, it's a, my own perspective as a segment, um, my, um, you know, I, I, I'm not the world's expert, and the Eilam here, is, each one's coming from somewhere else. I, I want to offer one thought on the, on the topic. Um, I once saw this, either in Shanshafal Hirsch or Dovetsvi Hafman. One of the two German Rabbanim wrote the following, I think it's Shanshafal Hirsch, he was speaking about educating for Amuna and, and on a particular point, and he, and he made the following observation. He said, if you, um, if it, let's say evolution, the Torah was created, five, the world was created 5,000 years ago, you have trees that have more rings than 5,000. That was the issue he was addressing. So he said, you can never tell the kids that they found trees with more rings than that, and that'll work well unless the kid happens to go to school, which in Germany, everyone went to school, and then he finds this out. So keeping him uh, insulated is not going to work for that kid. You can say, the world's got five things. I, there's a kasha, what about the trees, the rings? We're going to say a teretz, that they were created mature trees. So he said, every question is better than an answer. A question has always a sharp ring to it, <coughs> and an answer never ever meets up to a question. He said, a better way is, you s you're teaching bracious. Then you ask the kids, um, Kinderlach, do you think Akashpro created trees, grown mature trees with a lot of rings? Or do you think he created just like a, 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 a minute, you know, a tree that was planted a minute ago? And then you tell the kids, I have a riot. The world was created 5,000 years ago, and we have trees at 10,000 years. So Balkarcha Kadishpur created trees with, with, with 5,000 rings to start with. That's the way he presents it. In other words, to incorporate the answer in your presentation, Lachatchila, and that way when someone says a kasha, it says, that's not a kasha, Adraba, that's a raya that a Kadishpur created the world. 
It's, it's the perspective. So it, you, you, learning Amuna um, and learning Inyarim of Amuna is important. It's hard to see how not. Learning it from a positive perspective in, in, in is, is important. So in other words, it's like question answers. It's, it's like when when Lamash, you learn about Maimonat Sinai. And you ask yourself, you, you know, one of the questions that, again, we shown and presented this way, different shown in different ways. Um, why do, why was it necessary to unnaturally bring everybody to the Madrig of Nevoah? Um, it was the Mishnah speak about it. You can't be a Navi unless you be prepared for it. Yet everybody had Nevoah. Most of Shalom hold everyone was a Navi. And the answer you want to give the child is because you know things that some people saw you can deny. But things that everybody sees, everybody experiences, it, 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 then it's very hard. Um, if everybody knows it's day now, somebody comes along and says it's night, very hard, to, very hard to say that. Torah was given to us in a way where everybody had that experience so that no one's relying on someone else. So you're building in the child layers of, of Das that later on will, will by preempting the questions with presenting a picture that's firm, I think that that's a mahalo to go with. We, we, don't, we don't learn at all about Inyarim Vemuna and so on. There's a, there's a, a um, story, whether it's apocryphal or not, but I always say apocryphal stories are more true than true stories, because true stories happen to happen. And apocryphal story, why do people pick a story like that? It's because it, it's, it should have happened. Um, a, a Lakewood Yeshiva Bacha was dating a girl from a more modern background, and he was giving her starke schmooze about um, that the ik is not, you know, how much Torah no, the ik is ikre muna and so on and so forth, you know. And so she said, how do you define ikre muna? She said, you give me the ikre. said, would you mind uh, enumerating the ikre for me? So the conversation switched very rapidly afterwards to some other topic. <laughs> the, you know, it's, it's understanding why, why do we need to believe in these inyanim? What are, what's the basis but it, 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 you don't want the kids arguing back and forth on it because then it, it's always easy to argue. It's, there's always be a kid who's going to be contrarious. That if you lay it down as a mahalach, I think that that's that's a, a that's a thought of, of how to go about it. Any follow up? Uh, you know, maybe let's go to follow up. Uh, any? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, for next question, is there any difference? Teaching to uh, teaching Gemara to today's Talmud exposed to the internet versus a student of the pre-internet generation. I think the the biggest issue is attention span, and figuring out an answer on your own instead of googling it and thinking about things. I, I, I mean, the the Gemara bites Gemara bites nature needs mulling over something, thinking over it, chasing all these things. And, and it's, it's really taken a toll on it. We used to be, in Yeshiva Dolbas, we used to be more liberal about um, telephones, about smartphones, and so on. With time, we became very strict about Seder time and so on. It, it, there's, nobody, there's nobody home. If there's, something, if there's something that can ring in his pants, there's nobody home for share. Even, even if it's not, just the migu, that somebody might be sending him a very, very important message then that, that, that already means that most of his head is not there. It, it's, it, it's incredible. You, 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 you have nobody to talk to. You, you're dealing with a fraction of rent. To me, that's the most important. And, and then the idea of sitting on something, turning it over, thinking it through, 
and you know, Latin. I, I think that that's been a, a, a tremendous, a tremendous change, and it's a problem. I don't, I don't, you know, it's it's so in, in the very from communities where they actually, you know, where it's, kids are not exposed to it and so on, it hasn't changed that much. But in communities like ours, which is more modern communities, we we try to insist our parents that there's no reason in the high school they should they should get <coughs> smartphones for the kid. It makes no sense. We have a telephone in Shiva, some emergency, whatever it is. And in the yeshiva itself, you know, the phones get locked away and so on. But at the end of the day, um, I don't know why parents think it's a good thing for them, but the tachlis, kids have it and it takes a toll. Uh, apropos to ADD, um, students with ADD, what is best to advise them uh, to succeed? Many times they don't like taking meds and they have side effects. What do you suggest to tell them? It, it depends a lot what age, it depends a lot what circumstance. If a kid, I mean, a lot of it has to do with, if a kid is in an environment where he's non-functional, that's a real problem. Because a kid is in a school where everybody's sitting 10 hours a day and learning. Let's say it sits 8 out of 10 hours, and he can't sit more than an hour, he's going to be a non-functioning kid, and that's the worst of all experiences. If it's an adult, you can try to combine some activities that he can use his energy for and some activities that require sitting down. I, 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 you know, an older person has more of a flexible environment, but, but a young child, a, any circumstance where a child is at the bottom of the heap, even if he knows it, even if no one's telling him he knows about the heap, is, is setting up a child for failure. The very fact that I consider myself garbage is means that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that, to me, it's worth making either switch a school, go to a school where 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 it, it's he can do re relatively well with his with his um, nature temperament, or it's worth you know pushing a little bit more on the medication, ex whatever can be done. I'm saying, it, to me, a child in a school where he feels and understands that he's a misfit, that's the most crippling part of of of, of a person's growing up. What is the best way to convey the mitzvah of Shabbos to a non-affiliated Jew? Besides for, you know, classically how it sounds, that it's a 25-hour period of lots of don'ts. Um, I, I saw a beautiful machshava once from Shemshem Pincus. Um, very, very beautiful. He says, you know, Malachim come, and we say, Vayachem l'shalom, Baruchuni l'shalom, why do we say Seskim L'Shalom? Malachim. What could be better than the Malachim at the Shabbos table? So he said, you know, the whole Olam dances the Chos and Kala to the Yichud room. At the Yichud room, they close the door and tell everybody, move on. Because there's no Yichud without, as long as you have another person, even if he's a Malach. A Chibur and a connection to a person requires excluding the others out. I speak about this a lot of times when I speak about, let's say, arayas, things like that. You know, we tell the lady that I can't touch your hand because I might get a bit here, hurim, doesn't go well. I assure you, that's not a very good way. If you tell the person, you know, I want to tell you we have something very special. The bond between husband and wife is so precious, so holy, it's the only physical bond we have. People can understand that. So, Understanding that the, the that we shut the world out, so that we can connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and to our neshama and to other people in the family, 
goes much better. And explain to them. It's like if you have company, it's beautiful, but you're not connecting that fully to your kids. Um, a husband and wife, if there's someone else around, it's different than if they're alone. So we and our Kaddish Baruch Hu, we and our Neshama, ourselves, we and our family, we and our friends. It's a way to close out everything so that we can connect inwardly. I think that that's a very positive message. And, and you can, I think it can, it can resonate. Please introduce yourself. I'm sorry. I don't know. Ah, yeah, you introduce yourself. Yeah. yeah. In other areas other than yeshiva, in school that they were in, so on, is this is this is there is this problem unique to yeshiva, or it, or it's it's that's what who they are across the board. No, it, it's it's a difference. Is is a zilzal yeshiva, but I think first of all, in, in, whenever you speak to somebody, it's usually helpful to wait where the kid himself has an issue or problem or disappointed. Let's say you give a test and this kid got a 40 and everybody else got an 80, a 90. The kid will usually be upset and that's a moment where you can sit down and say, you tell me why you feel. Let's, you know, it, it, you need a Pesach. If, if somebody is, is closed totally, it's, it's like by a Letz, when he has a Mogen HaMashuach. If there's, no, if there's no hole over there, you have a really hard time getting through. So if, if you wait for, I mean, I, I'll, I'll have, you know, if, if a kid, someone came and then they, they, they had a serious issue and then the person started denying. I said, you know, you never spoke to me before. This wasn't in Shiva, somebody in the larger community. You never spoke to me before. You came to a stranger. You're crying. And you, you, you're, 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 you're so emotional. So what do you mean you don't have an issue? Why did you seek? seek so, so it was easy. That person, the, the Pesach was the fact that the person came and the fact that the person was emotional. But a student, if, if the minute there's a negative consequence, people feel nobody wants to use Chavusa. I asked somebody, some reason came to you, nobody wants to use Chavusa. I said, so let's go through the possibilities. It could be we have Yeshiva full of Rishayim, 50 Rishayim, and, and that's a really bad matzav. <laughs> or. Maybe, the, wh- what do you think people, you know, I mean, I, I, are you trying to tell me you're at Sadiq in the 50 years time? That's, that's kind of a, a, a so it, you don't come that often, but it's not your fault. I said, okay, but how would you, um, if you had a Chavrusa really sharp, would you be happy with that? You know, once I have a Pesach, it's much easier to build on the person's own, uh, own statement. If not, you can set up, you can start a beginner's mind and say, Yankel, what do you think our goals should be for this man? You know, we want to accomplish something. What, what would you, what would you feel your goals would be? I asked one boy, I said, imagine your son would come home. You pay $20,000 a year tuition. Your son came home after a year, and he was here about 40% of the time, learned three blot, and really doesn't know more than that. Tell me what your feelings would be, you know, as, as a father. You know, 
I told him to say, ah, chip off the old block. Uh, you know, like, like uh, what would your reaction be? And, and it, that's the, the, I, think, I think if you set the Chathil a goal and say, what do you think a goal? And let, let him set the goal, then ask him, are we living up to this goal? Or if he, if, he, if he makes an unreasonably low goal, tell him, you know, it's interesting. Most guys want to learn 50 blad over the Zmano, 10 or 20 blad, whatever the number is. Uh, wh- why'd you pick three? I'm curious to know why you have less of a, of a, of a goal than other Bachrim. You know, tell him, is it, is it you have other things you want to learn? What do you want to accomplish with the time? That's, that's I guess, where if, if you give him some way, some objective way of defining either L'Chathchila, that is what's called producing, or, or, or L'Mafreya, comparing it and asking, you know, does he feel not dissatisfied? Everyone else seems to want this amount, and why does he feel this amount? Maybe that's a passive to work with him. Yeah? You know, it's like everything else. Once upon a time, there was no mental illness. You were either a good boy or a bad boy. Today, everybody's mentally ill. And, and it's, so somewhere along the line, there has to be a fchana. We, we Yes, in the old times, people were much less sensitive to, um, much less sensitive to real mental illnesses, to difficult situations that a person can't cope on his own. Today, it, it's an easy way, it, it can become an easy way to excuse yourself. I, I guess working with somebody, asking somebody who, who a, a therapist that you feel is a bardas, to help define for you what's, a, a person should be somewhat uh, anxious when he's in an environment that's demanding. Um, you're in college and you're expected to pass tests, so you're anxious, that's, that's helpful, so, so you're pushing. Some people, it crosses the line and they can't sleep, they can't eat 24-7, and they don't do well on the test either. So I think a hafchana between um, finding some ways of defining what's, yes, it, it's, it's, it's taka something that is, is hampering, he cannot function, it's, 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 um, it's destroying the person, to versus this is what life is about, there's pressure, there's tension, um, there's expectation. I, I, I think helping, f- helping somebody, fi- somebody helping you find a good definition for it, I, th- I think would be, uh, and finding simonim, that's, that's the key to it. If it, the, the proof is in the pudding, if if whatever it is the person is nervous about <coughs> is stopping him from learning, he's learning less and less, then we have a problem. Um, generally speaking, I think divorcing, instead of the accomplishment being what you did, so I know 100 blot bal pair, whatever it is, working towards that goal is the accomplishment. I learned seriously. I focus seriously, and, and, and I did what I was supposed to do. I think if we were to focus more on that as being uh, the accomplishment, it might take off some anxiety. As long as the kid knows if I come and I work hard and I do well, 
than I did right. And some people have an easy time knowing, some people have a harder time. If we would take the stress off the, the, the objective accomplishment and make it more on, on the agia and the work, maybe that would be helpful. There's, there's a, there's a um, uh, somebody sent me a clip. Um, I guess it's some part of the Daf um, uh, movies, whatever, about Yankala Akainis. I don't know if everyone saw it or not. It's, it's about this kid who grew up in Europe and very, very tough head, couldn't learn anything, couldn't understand anything, and his father finally promised him a golden matbeya to, to learn the first blot in Akainis, the kid did it, um, and, he, and his father was very happy. And then immediately afterwards, the war came. He went through the concentration camps, ended up in Yerushalayim, one of those misfits hanging around. And at the day of a Simashas, he's told he went over to a Magad Shin that Yemi was going to make a Simashas, and told him, uh, you know, I've, I I learn every single day Hakones, the first blood in Hakones, and that's all I know how to learn. Can I make a Sim on that? And you know it's very touching. They they they, they, they do a very good job on it. And and the Bagatia says, you know, would you mind me switching my seam for your seam? You know, like like I would make a seam like yours. That's that's the right. And so why showed it to me? I told her, there really there's two stories there and chaval that they made it that way. The Holocaust is the Holocaust, but a kid growing up where the only measure of success is how much you know objectively, and this kid has limited abilities, is is destroyed from the first day he sets foot. If 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 the attitude would be for doing what you can best is what you're worthy, it would be very different. I mean that's what Hasidus did in, in, in where it tried to switch the the, the, the the Duggish, not from what you achieved, which may be due to Kishin, to what to the effort you put in, to the work, to the Nishama you put in. So, so you know, finding ways of, of giving Talmudim feedback on 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 how much they put into it, uh, work, how hard the work is for them, the nafshius, and so on, might realign some of the, it might help us with some of those issues. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's a Vartan Baal Shem Tev. I always wondered why didn't it put into Chaim fit, but it's there. It's a Gavali. It says Ishash Itvena Libo in Shmuel Truma. Um, so he says a marshal. There was a king who had a good for nothing son, sort of like what you describe, which royalty today Berachal produces kids like that. <laughs> um, they they had about somebody that died. Um, he lived a life of opulent uselessness. And um, and he said no, nothing. And he hired a special pedagogue to work with him. Because one day the pedagogue comes distraught. He says, Oyve. He says, not only doesn't his son do anything, he's found himself a girlfriend. So the king said, Givaldic. It's the first time in his life that he wants something. Now we can start making a deal with him. If you want to meet her, you have to do this. If you want to do this, you know that. He says, it's Shumel Hashem. Once you find an akud of rutzen, now you can harness everything to it. Most people, 
if a person has no rutzen, he's depressed. A person has a rutzen, he wants to be famous, he wants to be accomplished, he wants to do this, he wants to... It, it, some, some, sometimes it's harder a little bit. But once, once I mean, this is one of, one of, one of the things Rebnoff's great, greatness was, he knew where to hit a person, you know, that this is what you want to do, and therefore, this is the way to do it. Whether, well, you know, doing great things, being a big person, doing things for Klal Yisrael, you know, hitting home, every kid has something that makes him happy, that he would like. Even if you listen to it and he tells you, comes, tells you something that he, a story that he's happy about, something happened good. And and depending on his maturity, if you can start, um, if if you say, if if you'll tell a kid, let's say a kid made something, and it. It, he, he drew something, he made something, he worked on something, and it, and it worked out well. You can start talking to a kid about what it means to accomplish something, what it means, what is this world, the first thing is we were created to do things, to, to bring out things. And you know, there's the picture you brought out, that's one example, the good in the person that you bring out. Somewhere along the line, once you find that point in the kid, you could hitch a wagon to it. Slowly, you know, emphatically, but that's really the, the point. And most kids want to be known, want to be famous, want to be liked, want to be admired. Every kid would, would likes to be liked in Hevra. Um, and if 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 you tell them like Agavor, tell them so. You know what? The, those people who try to draw attention never get it. But the people that are there for you and they're solid and you rely on them, it's a slow process, but they slowly become very popular. Once you find what it is that the kid likes, you can begin to, um, let's say kid likes money. So you can feed that a little bit in, in sense to this. And then you can start saying, you know, money at the end of the day is just a number. What is it about money that makes, the answer is, it's a very tangible sense of accomplishment. It, a person feels that his accomplishment is counted and so on. Whatever it is that's natural to him, try to build a bridge to what's really important, to what's the, you know. Okay, and um, you know, I, I, I listen, I, I, I know what it was there, and Baruch Hashem, it's grown so much, and so much good happens here, and, and you know, it's different, different things, Ashreich uh, and all I can say is it's, uh, it's uh, to, to be Mokim Amikdash, and yeah, it's Gvaldik. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs>